Welcome to the Sunflower Conversations, where we explore the hidden disability sunflower and its role in supporting people with hidden disabilities. Welcome to the Sunflower Conversations. I'm your host, Chantal, and I am joined today by William Vanderpoy. Uh, William works at Sutton Council, and I had the pleasure of being in his presence earlier this week because Sutton Council have joined the Hidden Disabilities Sunflower Network, which is amazing. So they're going to be looking after their staff and using it to support the disability inclusion initiatives that they've already started which is great but they recognize that they're on a journey so there's 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 more to do um but there is they're also going to make sure that this is available for the community of Sutton and to be able to support the residents so I was invited along to be part of their um launch which was great and got to meet some lovely people there was the Sutton Parents Forum who are wonderful advocates of the sunflower and they've made a wonderful film to advocate for why it is important for people to recognize the sunflower in community. What struck me was uh, William um, spoke about himself and his journey and I invited him to share that with you because I think it's really significant and um and it really uh gave me pause for four and i just thought it was brilliant and i i'm gonna say no more i'm gonna say william over to you thank you chantal i have a hidden disability and it's not immediately apparent to others with my hidden disability i've encountered skepticism and a lack of understanding from others who may not recognize the extent of my challenges. I have faced dilemmas about whether or when to disclose my condition. The fear of judgment or disbelief has often led to a reluctance to share my challenges. My internal struggles may go unnoticed, making it challenging for others to grasp the full extent of my difficulties. Having this condition is not all doom and gloom. I might struggle to engage in small talk and find it difficult to form friendships, but it makes me to be musical and to appreciate art and nature, to hyper-focus on the subjects that interest me and to think outside the box and to have a wicked sense of humor. Since I came to Saturn, I've been amazed at the tremendous amount of love and kindness, support and understanding I have received from staff at this organization. And I am fortunate to have the most amazing manager and supervisor who time and again has continued to believe in me in spite of my shortcomings and my disability. Following my diagnosis, I've received a tremendous amount of support and accommodations to help me succeed in education and employment. I have successfully navigated education and employment wearing this sunflower lanyard around my neck. I sit before you today to share the profound significance the sunflower lanyard holds in my life. This seemingly 
simple accessory has become a symbol of inclusivity, understanding, and compassion. When I first encountered the sunflower lanyard during the pandemic, it was more than just a vibrant emblem around someone's neck. It represented a silent connection with hidden challenges. The sunflower lanyard is not merely a fashion statement. It is a beacon that signals a need for patience and empathy. In a world where differences can sometimes create barriers, the sunflower lanyard serves as a reminder that we should approach one another with kindness and understanding. It speaks to the diversity of experiences and challenges that individuals may often face, often unseen by the naked eye. For those with hidden disabilities or conditions, Wearing the sunflower lanyard becomes a choice, a choice to disclose, not for sympathy, but for understanding. It is an invitation for those around to recognize that disabilities comes in various forms, not always visible, but equally impactful. Personally, this symbol resonates with me on a deep level. It has taught me the importance of not making assumptions about others of being patient when someone may need a little extra time or assistance. The sunflower lanyard has become a catalyst for fostering a more compassionate and inclusive mindset within myself. It challenges us to move beyond surface judgments and stereotypes, urging us to see people for who they are beyond what meets the eye. It's a call to ask action, asking us to create an environment where everyone, regardless of their challenges, feel accepted and valued. In a world that often seems divided, the sunflower lanyard unites us in a shared understanding that each person's journey is unique and we should approach one another with empathy. It reminds us that just like the sunflower turns towards the sun for nourishment, we too can turn towards each other to cultivate a more compassionate society. So let us carry the spirit of the sunflower lanyard in our hearts, a symbol of unity, empathy, and the power we each hold to make a positive difference in the lives of those around us. My name is William Vanderpoy. I'm a newly qualified social worker in the Learning Disabilities 18 to 25 team, and I am autistic. Thank you. That is just, it, yeah, it's made me feel the same, exactly the same way as it did when I heard you uh, speak um, earlier this week. It's, you. you, you've got such an, a way with words, like how you have articulated what it represents, what it means to you and what it can mean to society and everybody within that is just, honestly, it's made like the hairs Oh, and everything sort of all goes, gone all tingly. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, you used the word beacon, um, which is, yeah, superb. Um, you've spoken about so much in, in there. Like, when you're wearing it, how do you feel? When I'm wearing it, I feel um, that I am making a statement, that I'm being bold, that I'm sharing part of my identity that many people might not uh, immediately see. 
to the world, I feel um, protected and I feel supported. I feel that I do not need to explain myself and um, I feel that I'm appealing to people's empathy. You are listening to the Sunflower Conversations with Chantal. To learn more about the Sunflower, visit our website. Details are in the show notes. When did you discover it? How did you first come across it? Um, I first came across the lanyard during the pandemic um, because uh, during the first lockdown, we were only allowed to go to the shops. And once I I got to the shop and I saw that some people had this um, lanyard around their necks, I didn't really understand what it was all about. And um, I believe I saw um, that one of the lanyards had this square around it and I could read that it says that um, the person is exempt from wearing a mask but it goes far beyond that it shows that you have a hidden condition a hidden disability and that's um, you're making a statement exactly exactly that Um, in the pandemic people did wear them because of their health conditions prevented them from wearing a face mask whether that was through anxiety or breathing issues or PTSD or many many issues um but however that they are all hidden conditions aren't they so that's why it really became I guess a lot more noticeable during that period uh wearing face masks thankfully is not elite you know not a requirement anymore so we're able to move on from that conversation and actually get to the heart of what the sunflower is here to do so congratulations with becoming a qualified social worker that thank you very much must be feel like such an achievement um how much training do you have to do to become a social worker um i trained for two years i did a master's in social um work at the greenwich at um, goldsmith university <laughs> sorry and um i had to do two placements I did one with Greenwich Men Cup and the other one in Lewisham Council, um, SLAM, NHS. So it was quite intense. I had a dissertation to do, um, lots of shadowing, lots of practical and theories. But um, through all my university work, um, I kept my lanyard on and it made me feel validated because people recognized that um, I had a condition, I had a disability and they were really patient with me. I got extra support. That's brilliant. That's what has helped me to get to where I am today. That's really fantastic. We've had a lot of universities become members in the same way that Sutton Council have become members. And if you think, you know, people in education are going to be people who are going to really have um, a valid and valuable input to society culture as we move forward regardless of what sector or industry you go into so it being recognized in schools and being recognized in universities is super crucial I, I believe absolutely so that you can bring your whole self and your best self to really absorb everything that you need to learn I've never didn't go to university so I'm always incredibly um, impressed 
that when people are able to learn in that way, I'm a much more practical learner. So I'm, I'm always really impressed. But, you know, people meet challenges. And if the sunflower enables you to overcome those challenges and bring down the barriers, then it can only be positive. You're a social worker for Sutton Council and yes. your uh, area of speciality, oh, I can't say it, I'm going to have to edit this. And your area of specialism is learning families with learning difficulties. Yes, learning disabilities. Okay. Um, I work with the transition team. That's 18 to 25. Those moving from um, child children's services to adult services, they pass by my team first, which is the transition team right in the middle. We um, try to make the transition as smooth as possible. Yeah, because it's that's one of the things that I've when I've spoken to parents is that my child has a disability now. If it's a learning disability has that now but it isn't going to stop when they reach 18 we still need continued help or you know actually post 16 mm -hmm. so that's the gap that you're bridging with the service that you provide exactly that's the gap that we're bridging um the condition of the child might not change but um Children's services and adult services are completely different. We've got different policies, different ways of operating and everything. So um, with my team, we try to um, meet them in the middle and try to um, incorporate um, aspects of um, children's care with adult care, fusing them together to make their transition as smooth as possible. So that's really valuable service, yes. really valuable, especially at a time when those families will be feeling isolated, scared, yes, uh, worried about what the future might hold. So congratulations on uh, you know, you. becoming qualified. Thank you very much. Have you got any just a couple of quick tips on the things that a company could do to support somebody in a sim similar position to you, a sunflower wearer um, who wants to succeed at work, but is maybe facing a couple of challenges? Um, yes, all I would like to say is that we need to be able to listen to the employee the sunflower um, wearer, because they are experts of their own lives. They've known how they've been ever since childhood up till now. So they know the kind of support they might need and um, listen to them might um, give us a clue as to how best we can support them. Because I believe that the company would want to get the best of their employees. That's superb advice. I think that we can all take a leaf out of the hat book in everything that we do within our lives because there's a lot of noise and I don't know sometimes how much active listening is taking place so and is there anything else that the active listening is superb advice anything else that you wanted to share yes um, it would be um, also um, beneficial for employers to look into um, assistive technology there's a lot of assistive technology out there that um, could help um, 
people with hidden disabilities. It could be um, softwares. It could be um, things for recording. It could be um, readers, things to help um, them to read. And we could also look at um, the environment because the environment plays a very uh, important part in um, productivity at work. Look at lightning, look at the noise. Um, some people might be um, hypersensitive to light or to sounds. So um, we could work with the employee to find out what their needs are, what their sensitivities are, and how best we can adapt the environment to enable them to maximize their productivity. So that's great advice. And William, thank you so much for joining me today and keep in touch. And um, I will. Thank, you. And thank you for the, the wonderful you know, advocacy that you're doing for the sunflower. And we're going to ask people who listen to this to share, share this recording so that they can then help to raise awareness of how important, what a beacon the sunflower is to um, society and to people who need to wear it, who choose to wear it. And as you say, it was, it's um, facing the light, drawing the strength. I really love that. All right. Thank you very much. Yes, I met that before I thought of whilst I was writing this speech. If you have enjoyed this conversation, please hit subscribe to the Sunflower Conversations podcast. If you'd like to share your Sunflower story or conversation, please email conversations at hiddendisabilitystore.com. Find out more about us or listen to this recording again by checking out our insights page at hiddendisabilitystore.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube and LinkedIn. Please help, have patience and show kindness to others and join us again soon. Making the invisible visible with the hidden disability sunflower.